is up, Spirit Youth family? We are so excited to be back again with another podcast talking about spiritual warfare. This week, we have our guest Sarah McAfee on with us today. Sarah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing wonderful. It's a great Saturday to be alive over here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Uh, you're repping your America flag t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Super excited <laughs> that you love America as much as you do. Uh, you know, Sarah, we like to bridge the gap uh, between our leaders and our students by just having one really fun, interactive question to start okay. off and just to have people get to know you. All right. Um, so if you could if you could say that there is one flaw about you when it comes oh, to family gatherings and possibly competition, um, You're evil, Daniel. What would, what would it be about those competitions and family gatherings okay. that is your flaw? Well, apparently I'm very competitive. Yes. I'm not really that competitive. I just don't like cheaters. Not that Daniel was cheating. <laughs> but I but got accused of it many times. Well, because if you surround yourself with cheaters, then I associate you as a cheater. <laughs> so, <laughs> if the shoe fits. If you hang with the dogs, you'll get the fleas. Yes. That's Sarah's philosophy uh-huh. when it comes to playing games. That's so right. Make sure you don't surround yourself with other people that no cheat, apparently. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's terrifying. I honestly thought <laughs> I was not going to leave the party with my life. It was. I think that's the first time I ever really scared you. Yeah, I was terrified. Yeah. Legitimately. You I was didn't like, really I know we me friends. that well. So I think you got a real good side of my, my dark I- side. <laughs> I would say so it, yeah. soon. Yeah, it was like early, early, but now I knew know, not to mess with you. Now you know what Sean sees. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. We love you, Sean McAfee. We'll be talking to you next week on this show. Um, so hang in there, man. <laughs> but, you know, getting on a more serious note, Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, could you tell us about a time that you faced a spiritual attack and how you actually got through that situation? Well, there's been more than one that I can think of. Um, A big one, though, that I remember was probably five years after I was married. So this is a little bit, I was older, um, about 25 or so. And we had Wyatt and we had Sydney. So Sydney was a baby. Um, At the time, we had to move back to Bartlesville. And at that time, the economy was not good. So there was not jobs. Luckily, Sean had found a job, but Sean had gotten sick, so he couldn't work. And it wasn't like a week of being sick. It was like months of being sick and nothing helped. Nothing worked. We couldn't figure it out. So it was just really draining. Like you just didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. We were living with my parents, which that's never an issue. They're amazing. They're wonderful. But like for your husband to be so sick and not know what's going to happen, it was really hard. Um, I remember one time I was at church and one of the – older ladies at the church, she came up to me. It was during a prayer. I think we were, I don't even remember if we were having like a revival or what, because it was, it was a lot of prayer. Like there was, it was just a big prayer service. And I remember her coming up to me and she said, Sarah, I just want you to know that people are watching you. And I kind of thought like, well, that's a little scary. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, she said, they're, they, they see, they see what you're going through. They see, and at the time, not just that was happening. There was other things happening in the family as well, but it was just really hard. It was a lot of, it was dark days. It was that low, that valley that you're like, how am I, how am I going to get up? You know, you're just low. And she said, they see, they're watching you and they see all these things that are happening and they see how low it is, but they also see you. They see Mm -hmm. that you're a light. They see that you're pushing through, that you're fighting that, and you're showing that by being here. You're showing that by praying. You're showing that by having joy, even when 
doesn't even look like you can have joy, but you have it anyways, and you push through. And I'm not going to lie. There was down days where I had no joy, and I did not want to push through, and I did not want to do anything. But the best things that I could do was pray, and I just have to give it to God. That's what I yeah. learned. And God told me one time during, it was that same night, actually, after she spoke to me, and he said, just give it to me. He said, why are you holding this? It's just weighing you down, and it's doing nothing for you. Why? Give it to me. I can take it. So just give it to me. And so I never looked back after that. Like, it was, mm. God was going to figure it out. And did he figure it out that week? No. It was, like, months. And, in fact, I believe that was probably, like, the summertime, I think. And then uh, not a couple months later, I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so not only did we have two children <laughs> – where are we living with my parents? And uh, my husband didn't have a job, but I also, well, actually, he had a job. They were paying him, but he couldn't work. And I was pregnant. And wow. we were going to buy a house. Right. So it was like stack, 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 stack. But he figured it out and he made a way where there didn't seem to be a way, but he made a way. So that was one of my spiritual times. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. I couldn't uh -huh. imagine no. having all of that happen at one time and just being like, God, I know that you're in control, uh -huh. so keep on pushing. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's like, so what are you going to do? You can't, there's nothing else to do. You got to lean on God. That's so good. That's such yeah. great insight. And I hope, hopefully you guys are taking notes on that and just understanding how important it is to really rest in his presence. Um, but Sarah, what, what kind of spiritual warfare do you see trending in school, in the in the school system right now. So you work as a teacher with yes. some of the younger kids in the district mm -hmm. at Hoover Elementary, correct? Mm -hmm. And yes. so you have a lot of hands-on experience. What what's something specific that you see spiritual warfare occurring at that kind of grade level? Like meaning, like what kind of attacks are children going under? Is that what you kind of mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, I would say there's so many with just trauma in their families, and you know mm. I don't know the specifics of those, but I can see them at school and they're just, they're angry or they're sad or, you know, just those kind of things. So for me as a teacher who sees that, my biggest give back or whatever to them is just to be the safe place, the happy person that, hey, I can go to school and that teacher's going to love on me. She's yeah. going to be happy. She's going to be happy to see me. She's going to notice I got a haircut. Oh, look, I got new <laughs> shoes. Like those are the, you wouldn't yeah. believe what like change in their face. I can have a conversation with her. Like just the other day, I had a conversation with a kid. He was so, he was mad. I don't even know what it was. Something at recess. But he wanted to come back to somebody for just to, just to have a break. And we started talking. And we started talking about, I don't even know. I think summer break. Like, what'd you do on summer break? Where'd you go? Branson. Like, it just spiraled from there. But his face just totally changed. He was a different kid. And I think just being there, somebody that's not going to get on to them for every little thing i don't know i just their trauma they yeah <laughs> i don't know just being yeah, happy absolutely. being a light again yeah. i think i think that speaks so much to us being able to see like what we have occurring in front of us isn't necessarily the full story yes and so like as students we need to make sure that we're not just hey i know who you are as a person and you suck yeah you know yeah and, uh, in other words we need to realize that that person might be sucking because their home life is yes. so terrible yes. that they're taking it out on other people. So we have to be aware and we have to be willing to choose to be the light, like you're saying, mm -hmm. in those situations and really just say, hey, yeah. I'm going to show you Jesus at all times. Yeah. So and that's uh, this kid was an honorary kid. I mean, he gets in trouble a lot, but he just needed a moment and he just needed to feel like a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm honorary too, and I'm 
25, so I, have I lots of totally understand. That so was so much fun. Gosh. <laughs> Shout out to Wyatt. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> lastly, He's not the honoriest. <laughs> oh, uh, I can't wait to hear more about this, actually. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure we have one more question at the end to have okay. you rank honoriness. Oh, I will. Um, I got it. <laughs> uh, but lastly, on like a serious note, if you could leave one sentence of encouragement for the next generation, uh-huh. what would it be? Pray. Mm. Pray, 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 pray. Even in the good times, even in the bad times, pray. Because when you get to those bad times, if you don't know how to pray, man, it's a struggle. So pray. Learn how to pray. Be a great prayer warrior. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray for your job. Pray. Just pray. Even when you grow up and you have kids, pray for your kids because they need it. Especially family. Oh, gosh, of course. I think I think I just answered that last question that we're going to go into. Um, I'm so excited for this. I love this family so much, guys. Um, but seriously, like she said, prayer is so important. Make sure you're taking uh-huh. advantage of that resource. Like God literally created a way for you to be in a personal relationship with him. And if you're not utilizing it, what's the point in it? Yeah. So yeah. I love that answer. Now. On to the final question that okay. we have built up so much anticipation for. <laughs> Ranking the McAfee clan one through, I think it's five. Um, no, six. is it six? Six. six. I was like, there's so many. So, mm, yeah. and this includes you and Sean as well. So, uh, make oops. sure. Uh, okay, yeah, cool, 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 cool. So, you're number one, <laughs> of course, right? No, <laughs> I am not the honoriest. If anybody knows our family, they all know who the honoriest oh, is. Oh, man. All right, let's hear it. One through, one through six. Okay. Number one being the most honorary, it's probably Finley. Yeah, I mean, and and that could be yes. probably because he's still like seven and he's the baby. I don't know, but like he, it could be rottenly honorary. But then close second, <laughs> I mean, like the tide because they're two peas in a pod is his father because oh. he's just as honorary. That's fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> okay. Fair. And then third, of course, why all the boys oh, are yeah. honoriest because they act just like their dad. <laughs> Just, there we go. <laughs> uh, next would be, uh, oh, man, Evie and Sydney. They're like a different form of Henri. Like, Evie yes. is like, Henri, I'm going to scare you and tease you. And Sydney's like, Henri, like, I'm going to be sassy and get you. She's like, so, I'm going to cut someone. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. So I think I'm going to go Evie next. Okay, okay. Uh, then Sydney. And then, of course, I'm last. So I'm not that Henri. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> You know, I think there's a little bias in that answer, but we don't have time to go into more depth on that, so I'm going to end it right there. Sarah is actually way higher on her list than she's willing to admit. Uh, Thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. We are so grateful for you. Uh, Guys, we love you so much, Spirit Youth family. We'll see you again next week, and I can't wait. Have a great one. Bye.